Welcome to Cut, Print, Check the Gate. I'm your host, Ron Van Timmeren. I'm Vice President of Programming for Celebration Cinema. I'm joined by Michelle McCormick, uh, this uh, podcast, co-host of the Tony Gates Morning Show on WLAV. Good morning. Hi, Ron. Uh, and John Serba, uh, film critic at large. You can check him out at johnserbaatlarge.com. Good day. John. Good day. Good day to you, sir. Good day. Mm-hmm. We're here to talk about Captain Marvel and i got to set this up by saying at this time uh, of our recording this, none of us have seen it. No, no. It's it's so new it's not even out <laughs> Oh, yet, you right? guys didn't get the advances? Oh. oh you oh. guys didn't get the screen. Well, what is it called? An advanced screening? Advanced See, I blew it already. <laughs> Exhibitor screening. You didn't get the business. first uh, take yet? No, we, we didn't. We're going to go with the, with, the, with the general public tonight oh, okay. to go see it. But, uh, oh. John, uh, set us up here. What what to tell us a little bit about what you know about Captain Marvel? This, this is the twenty first movie in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. So if you haven't seen the first twenty, don't even bother. Oh. <laughs> is that right. is that what we is that what we're saying? <laughs> no, wait. This we're starting over here, right? This well, is before Iron Man. And well, but it's gonna. How is it gonna? F- how is it gonna fit in? That's the big question about it because obviously. Mar- the, the Avengers Infinity War, mm-hmm. spoiler alert, <laughs> ended in a very upsetting fashion. Right. You know? Very sad. But but those of us who know comic books know that nobody ever dies in comic books. <laughs> <laughs> Not even the bad guy. Yeah, <laughs> they always they they always they're 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 resurrected. They're brought back. They're you know someone different wears the Iron Man costume. Whatever. There's always something. So the theory here, because Captain Marvel, uh, she's a she's a outer space woman from outer space. She's a pilot. She's a Cree. A Cree, yes. yes, with a oh, K. That's the alien that. She no, no, is. no, no, no. That's no. the scrolls. We'll get to that in a minute. But <laughs> she's. See, we're gonna fit in this <laughs> okay, podcast right. already. I'll tell you that right now. No, you fun. <laughs> you can go to all sorts of levels, okay. and John may go to deeper levels than any of us. But uh, but but the, the basic story, you know, I mean. There's your, your typical comic book action, your fighting and all this, but but it connects her with Samuel L. Jackson's character, right. um, who is the Nick Fury, the head of S.H.I.E.L.D. The who, future head of S.H.I.E.L.D. Yeah, the future head him. of S.H.I.E.L.D., because this is set in the 90s. Right. So all of a sudden, everybody's been theorizing for months and months since Avengers Infinity War how she's going to figure into this because she's essentially from the past. Mm-hmm. You know, and is there some kind of time travel component <laughs> oh, that's great. going to be involved <laughs> with Doctor Strange's magic <laughs> and how half half of the heroes died at the end of Avengers mm-hmm. Infinity War and how this is all going to play out when Endgame, Avengers Endgame comes out April next 26th, month, by end way. of April. Yeah, she so. comes right back and she's in that, right? Yes, yes. Yes. She was summoned at the end of yeah. Infinity Wars. Yes. You know, that that, that that was the post credit scene, right? Yeah. Yes. Yes. Mm. So so the theory is that time travel and Doctor Strange, you know, you know how he does this thing with his mm-hmm. hands, you know. Mm-hmm. A, and there's a special right. effect around Spinning. them. You know, and, and how all this is gonna you know, because obviously Spider Man has a new movie coming out this summer. So he didn't he doesn't really die forever, right? <laughs> Wait a minute. We're not talking about Spider-Man oh this week, okay? No, we're Let's not. But but we, but th- this is this is what happens when you have a new Marvel movie coming yeah. out because you have 20 other movies. I was just going to say 21. This like, is the 21st, right. yes. 
But it's also the first one that has a female lead. And yeah, that, the first Marvel right. film with a female And lead. that's Brie Larson. And, uh, and she's got a terrific career. She's been in show business almost her whole life. Uh, and, Oscar and winner. Oscar winner, right? And mm-hmm. uh, uh, so, Michelle, tell us a little bit about Brie Larson. Could she beat up Gal Gadot? Well, I don't know. In an arm wrestle, in a in a leg wrestling match. Mm. Oh, Gal Gadot would take her in leg wrestling because she's taller. But I mean, I, we say first female lead, we have you know. Sure, I, Wonder Woman versus yeah. Captain Marvel. I think they should team up and kick some guys' butts. See, this <laughs> yes. is that's what I think. That's the twenty third movie. <laughs> well, that. We, we are talking an impossible franchise merger of franchises there because Wonder Woman's DC. Yeah. Yes, I know. Right, Just right, right. That's either. Warner Brothers. Right. right. What they, it versus Marvel and Disney? Wouldn't they ever just for the sake of money? No. All right, I'm taking okay. us down a different rabbit hole. I apologize. <laughs> it, it's it's happened in the comics before, where like yeah. Superman, Batman mm-hmm. joined up with Spider-Man. And we Captain need Saturday Night Live but, to but do that it, was, maybe. Yeah, spoof <laughs> it out there. So, um, I'll be honest about Brie. My first really. Um, and, and uh, you get this is gonna sound cheesy, but my f- the first time she was on the radar for me truly was, and you're gonna go, oh really, Michelle? Really was Room, right? And I'll I'll tell you why I um was I had read about that movie, well, I read the book, mm-hmm. and I was excited for that movie, and I didn't see her playing that role, and I was really upset that they <laughs> gave her that role, and then when I went to see it, I'm like she her she her subtle genius in that role was just I was I'm sold on yes. her, yes. but I was not aware. That she was a child actress, right? She uh, started uh, in in uh, TV with the Tonight Show. She was a part of a a, a cast for a bit on the Tonight Show with when she was Len- nine would that years be with old. Leno? I don't. That's a good it question. Be Car- it wasn't Carson. Ago. It was just twenty years ago, right? It was <laughs> right. Len- I tried yeah. to figure that out. I don't know who the host was, but that was sort of her start in show business. I mean, she's a California girl and and grew up uh, wanting to be in show business and. Started out uh, in TV and and got some bit parts along the way. Just and, some tiny parts, though. Right, but Short Term 12, John, do you remember that movie? Yeah. I never saw yeah. that. Oh, Michelle and I were just talking. I was just telling her about this. Short Term 12 is this tiny indie, and it has her, uh, mm-hmm. Rami Malek, mm-hmm. two future Oscar winners in this. Nice. And they play counselors at, like, a, a, a essentially a... a Foster uh, oh, a group foster home. Yes. Yes. Home. Yes. Okay. Yes, yeah, and it, it's it's an extraordinary movie. It's I, really good. And Lakeith Stanfield is in it, who is kind of an up and comer. Mm-hmm. Um, and he had a had a small, very important role in Get Out a couple years ago. You're right. He played the, the old guy. white guy. <laughs> well, he did. I mean, no, they brought Lake- him right. They brought him back as oh, okay. remember. Yeah. They that's whose body that he yes. took over. But he um he's in almost. I see him so many turns. Oh, there's that guy again. There's that guy again. There. Yeah, he's Every, a everyone, lot of work. You know, the film critics talk about Short Term 12 because, like, Brie Larson and Rami Malek won Oscars. Lakeith Stanfield's the next one. You oh, know, see? It, oh, <laughs> that's right. the talk. That's that's the big buzz right now. Right. But What I don't understand about uh, her, about Brie Larson in this role, number one, I'm, I'm trying to get, I'm trying to figure out, was Captain Marvel originally a guy in the original comic books? We both the, look at you. Yeah, right. Tell us. A, oh, Yoda. It's <laughs> Frankly, it's such a convoluted story. Right. That, like, I don't even know all the ins and outs of it. But, like, I, I know at one point there's a Captain Marvel mm-hmm. for DC and it became Shazam. Oh, that's coming out soon. Future, future yep. movie. Right. We couldn't handle the truth movie. is what you're saying. It's way <laughs> I, too... 
that we I'm a comic book guy, and even I'm bored by okay. the, <laughs> the idea of it. But but the fact fact of the matter is, they're wrapping her into this Marvel Cinematic Universe. Um, and and I think it's extraordinary that they're finally getting getting it together. They've been talking about well a Black Widow movie and all this kind of stuff. Mm. And so they they bring this new character in, and they have Brie Larson anchor the first female led Marvel movie. And I, I you couldn't cast anybody better. Wow. You know, right. she 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 can do the small serious roles, and she can do this too. This sure. is I was surprised by this too, especially after I just was. She has I didn't realize the chops on her really, and and the other part of it too is what she does uh, off screen, her activism, and she is a force to be reckoned with. And yeah. you just, she, what I love about her is. I, oh, I hate saying girl next door because that's cheesy to say, but she's unassuming. Mm-hmm. And yet when she says or does or reacts to something, it's bigger than she is. Does that right. Do I sound silly well, when I say right. that? Well, right. No. Even her yeah. friends have said she's, she's a silly not, girl when we hang out. But yes. boy, don't cross her up or she, get her involved in a cause she's uh, that's what I'm saying. into. E, 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 that's why she's so good as an active. If she walks in a room, you don't part the Red Sea. But when she speaks, you part the Red Sea. And that's yeah. the thing about her. That's why I love her in this role. She's not this big, huge character until she's this big, huge character. Well, I love her. And, and I think one of the important things you have to remember with Marvel movies is that Look, look at all, look at all the leads in Marvel movies. Um, Chris Evans, Robert Downey, and Jr. Robert Downey Jr. What what do they do well? They can they can carry some dramatic weight, and they can also be funny. And right. Brie Larson has that comic mm-hmm. gift too because she's she's had some smaller, real funny parts in like Scott Pilgrim versus the World and Twenty One <laughs> Jump Street. You know, <laughs> yeah. and and uh, you, you kind of forget that 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 was I, yeah. that was the ladder she climbed uh, in in film right. you know as, as far as theatrical film goes i keep thinking brie larson oh that new actress mm. oh she hasn't been around and she has but again that's why i like her subtly like she doesn't kick in the door although she kicks in the door in this yeah, yeah. a couple of doors <laughs> probably but um but yeah but her activism the um time's up movement the me too movement she is right. on the forefront of that and again yeah. Um, a force to be reckoned with. Yeah, even back to room days, she got involved in, with women who were sexually abused in, in, in studying for her role, and that sort of led to all of this sort of, I, I hate to say feminist stuff, but uh, she she will take that handle and run with it. And she's made a big deal about getting women more involved in filmmaking. She made a big deal about trying to get Disney to commit to a number of female directors in their upcoming movies. I mean, she really is changing the world, uh, and that's awesome. And and uh, there are two co-directors of Captain Marvel, right. Anna Boden and Ryan Fleck, obviously one. Yep, husband and wife husband team. Husband and wife so, team. Right, yep. so, how, uh, is there, how does that, like, uh, are there a lot of movies that have co-directors? Like, I feel like that would lot, be, no. right, I mean, not, plus their husband and wife, yikes. yikes. Not, not a lot. Well, I mean, um, the Coen brothers well, co-direct sure. everything. I, I guess, and, yeah, and, and I guess. The Farrelly brothers. Yeah. The Farrelly brothers, yeah. yeah you, you do kind of see that. I, you see it more in animation because that's such a huge job it's a huge creative just a one huge guy's creative better job. at this the other one's better at that yeah sure. you know so so you see it in animation a lot like two or three directors in, right. in animated films do you but. know if they considered anybody else for this role 
Because sometimes you at, might get the inside on something. I, like that. I don't. I don't remember. Like did, now. like, did they write it for her? Did she audition? Did somebody pitch for her to get this? Did they consider? You know, they was, did look at other actresses. I mean, that's all part of the casting process. Do you know, I, like, I think, who she? I always like those. Yeah, who else? Backstories. Who, yeah, like who, who turned down the role? Right, they Captain took Marvel. it and weren't supposed to. There's a lot of talk about her in in publicity. I've read. Uh, not sure she wanted to do this. Not sure she wanted to be this big international star of this action movie and and making more and more of these things. And she consulted Sam Jackson. Apparently, they're good buddies. And Sam's like, "Well, this is old hat to him, right? Ah, oh, it'll be fine. You'll yeah, figure fine. it. It's good. You take the role. Come on, and so on." And so I know she really wasn't sure uh, that she wanted to take this big of a role, but because uh, she says she's an introvert, but... <laughs> well, you know, it's funny that you say that because Sam Jackson and her did uh, last night's carpool karaoke with James mm-hmm. Corden, and she, he, they put him on a lie detector, and he <laughs> helped her, he coached her through a lot of this movie. Sure. And she said, true or false, and he said, she said, when I'm doing the scene and you would make me do it over, so she, you're right, they are friends. Right. He said, nope, do, do it this on this angle. He directed her in a lot of this or gave, you know, the advice. Right, yeah. and and he's starring in a movie called Unicorn Store, which is available on Netflix, uh, apparently, and she dire- that was her first time directing, and he Br- was in that movie of hers. Uh, oh, so Brie Larson's? Brie Larson oh. directed The Unicorn Store, which I was told was on Netflix. I couldn't find it when I looked last night, but uh, either it's premiering soon, uh, and, and uh, maybe it's in April instead of March. So look for those two together, and, and he said... Uh, he'll be in anything she wants to direct. She, he loves working with her. Wow! I got a big C- kick. Gordon? <laughs> no, or, no, no, no. Sam Jackson. Sam Jackson. Okay, Sam Jackson. Okay. Who, who uh, is is de-aged in this movie? Yeah. I, I this is what the term <laughs> they used. Where he's, you know, uh, got two eyes. Uh, we're used to him with the patch on in the Avengers yeah, movie. So this is all well before he became the the big guy at uh, Shield. So it's kind of funny to see him. Uh, and who's the uh, who's the other actor? Jude Law is in this. Jude, Jude Law is in it too, but they 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 took uh, the other Shield guy from the TV show, Phil Coulson. Oh yeah, they de-aged him as well. Yeah. Agent Coulson. How do you do that? Like, is that all? All digital special digital? effects. It's, yeah. Oh, I'm sure it's a combination of both. Makeup. I mean, makeup and, and digital. I'm sure. His picture on the front of Entertainment Weekly makes him look very creepy because <laughs> she looks like Brie Larson. But he uh, looks like a cartoon. I mean, that looks like a <laughs> painting. They, it does. They, they do look like uh, like there's different lighting happening on <laughs> both faces. You know, <laughs> <laughs> I got to. I but got but to. still, it's actually quite convincing. You right, know? right. Well, they, so they can make you believe anything in the movies yes, nowadays. They can, yes, they can. <laughs> they can de-age, so. right? It's it's interesting too that all this conversation. Oh, and one other thing about Brie Larson in this role, I wanted to get to before talking about the movie some more is this backlash against her in this role. And I don't know if that's just because she's a woman and mm. everybody thought well, this should that, be a guy role. But. Well, no, I think it's just. Um, a very small, and, and this has happened quite a yes. bit lately. It happened to Wonder Woman, too. Jealousy. It happened to Wonder Woman. It happened to Star Wars. What? The Last Star Wars, The Last That's Jedi. Right. That's right. Um, and, and it's a very small faction of... White I, male virgin trolls, as I've heard them <laughs> yeah, called. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> what, is the, what is the... I mean, they wanted a male? Is that... The, they're, what's their beef? <sighs> Probably a bunch of sexist. Yeah, no, no, <laughs> they, spill it. They that really hurt. Male, male right. activist types, you know, 
who um, are, are motivated to take that Rotten Tomatoes audience score and crash it. Exactly. You know, make it a... In <laughs> order... Be, they, they were upset about yeah, um, Star Wars The Last Jedi because, look at it, you, you have Rey is the hero... Um, the leaders, the right. l- perfection. <laughs> the the right. leaders of of the good faction uh, are Princess Leia and the character played by Laura Dern, and um, so they're misogynists. Yeah, yeah. Okay. you know, and they and they were upset right. that there was that scene where um, Poe, played by Oscar Isaac, mansplains something <laughs> to Laura Dern, and she completely dismisses him because she outranks him. You know, mm-hmm. and it's that kind of thing that that ruffles them. Oh. You know, because because the these female characters are are taking over their their little uh, their Comic. favorite franchise. Well, these you know, are the guys who I feel always feel sorry for their wives. I mean, these are the guys who nobody wants if to they were sit married, and be yeah. married. Well, to. well, and, right. and, and, but but like I said, they're just. I think it's a small faction, and they oh, yeah. they have they've motivated themselves with the power of their. Their computer know, screens. Their computer yeah. screens where they can troll troll people and manage multiple social media accounts. Well, and, and it is and multiple, you know, uh, user accounts and on all these right. sites to, to, to bring Different to names. bring ratings down, you know. Well, and and Rotten Tomatoes, I didn't they actually, you know, disable yes. the audience score yeah, for after, this because it was the, being attacked. Right. Because after that I think it was the Star Wars more than the Wonder yeah. Woman that yeah, Star the Wars user was score was was crashed essentially and, and trashed, I should say, by these guys of figuring out some sort of way to Constantly say we hate this movie. We're not going to see it. Well, and and, and before people figured out what was happening with these people who with the trolls crashing the the scores, it was making headlines. Like why 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 are the why are the audience scores for Star Wars so low and so many people are going to see it and so many people are saying how much they like it and and the critics are loving it and they just couldn't figure it out until Mm -hmm. this kind of became prevalent. I take it back. None of them are married, nor have they ever had a date. These (laughs) guys, you know, she's not only getting grief from that sect of society or whatever that crazy group. There are some. Me Too, Time's Up, women, again, a small uh, portion who are upset at her Ooh. about the suit. Yeah. About the are you suit. Kidding? No, we're, we're, now, now, were they upset that Wonder Woman, you know, had yeah. showed, showed too oh, much yeah, skin? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. They yeah. Were very, yeah, they thought, well, but Wonder Woman actually was, I mean, Wonder Woman was fantastic, but it was actually just before this movement really oh, blew yes. up in Hollywood, yeah. you know, and so yeah. now you can't. You can't do anything. You can't please anybody. But this, Ron, you showed me the original Ms. Marvel comic book cover. Look, she's maybe got it's a from bra. from the 60s or 70s. She's, yeah, yeah, she maybe got a bra with a little pair of tiny little pants and some lobe and skin. It's all skin and a jacket. At least this covers every. I love this suit. Uh, I know. I think it's powerful. It, I think she looks it's like It's form-fitting because she's, you know, she's got the body for but it. But they so, say so it's too sexual. Well, are, are are they going to be upset during the Summer Olympics when the gymnasts <laughs> oh, no. are wearing their... You know what I mean? Or, or, or I guess or what? I, I mean, am it, a female. I have breasts. I yeah. just do. I mean, I do. I Look at the... Yeah, yeah. I do. And I am... Uh, trust me, I am... Um, 
I work in a male dominated mm -hmm. career as well, but you know, I know that I'm a, I know I'm an even keel with the guys as far as talent and all that stuff. But there, I, I am a woman too, and I do sometimes wear female clothes, yes. you know. But I mean, forgive and, you. So <laughs> she, yeah, she is. This is so. I, I love the suit. Yes. What, what do they want? Do they want her to wear like a maybe a, a, a right a, a, a little house on a little house in the prairie? They dress? would like a sensible <laughs> jacket, <laughs> and then they would like her to. Do you know what man spreading is? Do you know what manspreading yeah, yeah. is? Uh, I just learned this. I didn't know what a manspread <laughs> pose is. It's women who pose in a powerful pose, and mm -hmm. she has. She's also posed in a. Man, and I will show you. Do you know what manspreading pose is? It's powerful for women, mm -hmm. and it's a pose for a photograph. Like, okay, you got to back up. I'm not gonna do this. Okay, we are on camera. Remember? Yeah. Oh, there you yep. go. Okay. That's like that's I'm power. <laughs> Like yeah, that's a power pose. It or is. Like with a sick, I mean, that's a, and what it, how I'm sitting it. Do we have on camera too, right? How I'm sitting is, I've got, I've got my legs apart, my my elbows on my knees for my picture, as if a guy was getting it. Because my mom would always say, "Sit, lady, like." Yeah. Cross your legs. Plus, I went to Catholic schools. The nuns keep your knees Ooh, together. Knees yeah. together, Trust. yeah. yeah. <coughs> so, um, so uh, the man spreading. And so she, uh, this is perfect for that. I mean, she's, she's completely such a, covered from stance. you know head to uh, from neck to toe. She's so. showing no skin ab 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 below her neck. Uh, yes, it's a form-fitting costume, but uh, you know that's if you're doing all this action stuff, you gotta have tight clothes on. I mean, you know, you're gonna gotta move. Gotta yeah. be able to move. <laughs> So I have to be able to move. Uh, that's right. I but think by the way, I think she's badass. Who's she dating? Do we know that? Uh, who, who is she? <laughs> I haven't heard anybody talk about her boyfriends or love interests. So thank, thankfully, that hasn't hit the gossip column yet. So. Right. But yeah, I I think she's perfect. I think yep. she's a perfect. Um, Listen, it, the choice. critics are are calling it certified fresh on Rotten Tomatoes. Uh, it's tracking to do you know hundreds, a hundred million plus this weekend, maybe a hundred and fifty uh, million. It's it's not as uh, gushing being gushingly reviewed. It's being positively reviewed. Yes, I, I don't mean to like split a hair. Give, right. give us an example. <laughs> you you want to sell tickets, but like right. I understand that. But like and, and these type of movies are kind of critic proof. Yes. But like Infinity War got a lot. Mm, you, you know, you, you got a lot reviews. of three and a half star mm -hmm. reviews, and this is skewing right. more like a, a two and a half to three star type review. Where yeah, it's a good movie, but it's not a great one. Yeah, they're not so. they're not crazy about the storyline, which which sort of starts out with this Carol Danvers character. That's who she is, a yeah. member of the the Cree elite uh, intergalactic f strike force. Uh, she. <laughs> Crash Smoking. lands, yeah. right? She crash lands on Earth in the 90s, right? And ends up uh, 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 to stop the invasion of the shape-shifting uh, scrolls, okay? Yes. And that's where she teams up with, with Nick Fury, uh, uh, and, to, to fight the scrolls uh, who are invading the earth, exactly. Right? Yeah. And and of course she is re rediscovering memories of who she is. That's also a big part of. Uh, so of so we don't want to spoil <laughs> what those memories are. Right. I love it though. I love it. Why is my hand doing this? Why do uh, I remember it? Like I love. I mean, right. I like unfolding. I like that. Yeah. Uh, so there's nothing certainly special about the storyline, and critics are kind of going, "That's really almost a throwaway here." Well, right? in 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 one of the one of the criticisms you always see with these movies are like, well, they've got to fit it into a giant 25 movie story arc. So they're, <laughs> so <laughs> yeah, well, it's, it's interesting because like the, the previous Marvel cinematic universe movie MCU, as they say, the MCU mm -hmm, right. <laughs> franchise was Ant-Man and the Wasp, which actually kind of told 
its own story and then like kind of retroactively fit it in. What did you think of that? Ant-Man oh, it's fun. I it's it was, fun. I, I liked it. The the those are not the ant the two Ant Man movies aren't like groundbreaking, but like how do you not like Paul Rudd Love playing Paul a Rudd. goofy guy <laughs> mm-hmm. who can shrink really small and grow really big? You know, it's, it's just it's a it's a very absurd, mm-hmm. especially for for superheroes. Even, think, even for superheroes, it's kind of an absurd character, and he's great. In the role. Yeah, and and speak use the the fun word. I think that's something Marvel Comics, the MCU, has done really well. And I'm yeah. reading more and more of the comedy in this movie. Thinking back all all the way to uh, the original Iron Man, how much yeah. fun and comic that was, and then Guard. Guardians of the Galaxy took it to the next level for me anyway. Yeah. That was sort of fun and Loved and right. comedy and and they even Groot. they well I was just going to say they've Groot. even got a Groot <laughs> character type character. It's a cat called yes. Goose oh, in this yes. movie. That's apparently yeah. a, a scene stealing <laughs> cat. <laughs> so we've got the formula is really working for these guys and you, you, um, you know. Goose gets his own sidebar in the Entertainment Weekly story. I noticed that. You know, <laughs> oh, really? Everybody loves Goose. And you know who he looks like? He looks like Jones. Do you, do you remember Jones? No. Ripley, Sigourney Weaver's cat oh. in the Alien movie. Oh. I didn't know it yes. had a name. That's, <laughs> a, that's a stretch, it sounds like. No? Wow. No, well, they're both they're these kind of orange right. tabbies. Yeah. I looked at him like... Jonesy, oh you remember God. she ran back in to save the, the cat. cat the so, <laughs> wow, that's well, uh, so, you're yeah. You well, that that's me. That's movie. That's geek the film job. critic. Yeah, you're not really speaking. a drinker, are you? You still have all of your brain cells, don't you? You remember these things. The other thing about Gardens of the Galaxy, just real quick, it brought back Fox on the Run. Oh my gosh, the what, '90s what soundtrack the is going to be your, in the history of the world. Apparently, all the girl groups of the '90s got a piece of the soundtrack for Captain Marvel. Well, because yeah, it's '90. I mean, it, it's so the 90s, yes. It's set in the '90s, so we're right. talking cars, fashion. It's they're doing the whole exactly. Right? Okay, exactly. And one other bit of trivia here on our way out: uh, the last Stan Lee cameo was filmed before yes. he died, and yep. will be part of this movie somewhere. And I can't wait to sit in the audience when Stan Lee shows up. <laughs> Everybody oh. cheers, and this yeah. one there'll be a, like standing ovation. I'm pretty sure. So bittersweet, bittersweet it is indeed. So anyway, this will dominate the box office probably for the next few weeks. And uh, and again, leading up to Avengers Endgame on April 26th, I think it's going to be a lot of talk about uh, the MCU now for the next yeah, for uh, sure. month or two. Uh, sh- should we quick recap? the MCU yes, uh, in Let's 2008 you can, you can do this uh, quickly this here no. in 2008 Iron Man <laughs> yeah <laughs> well you know Tony Stark he was captured by some bad some terrorists you want me to do this for all 20 he was captured uh, no. by, by some terrorists I love and he it. had to I build do. some armor <laughs> how much tape do we have Gene <laughs> 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 Nothing next but came time. the Hulk yep the Hulk was, oh that's right yeah he, uh, he wasn't played by you know, okay I won't I'm just kind of joking <laughs> yeah. here, but yeah, in, Infinity War will you know that that was the big cataclysmic first part of the of the crunch, mm-hmm. the the intergalactic crunch that's happening. Half mm. the universe died. Yes, but we know as and you who, said, how, how how is Captain Marvel and Ant Man? They're going to join Captain America and Iron Man, and wasn't uh, everyone? And Chris Pratt. Chris, Pr- Chris. Oh, yeah. Star Lord. <laughs> Star yeah. Lord. Did he turn into dust? I Did forgot. you see that he was upset about the way he was portrayed? And I mean, Chris Pratt, the actor, was. Yeah. He said, "This is way. The writing is way better. I have a way better." He didn't like how buffoony they made him in. 
Infinity. In Guardians of the, the Galaxy? No, Infinity. Oh, in oh, the Infinity last Wars. one. Oh. Yeah, and I'm like, okay, but it's a buffoon character. Well, well, well he, that his character made that fatal mistake. And he made a, mm. do, you, do you remember that? Kind of. He, he, was, he was so angry at the bad guy, Thanos, um, for killing Gamora. He was so angry that he screwed up the whole plan. Yes. That that Iron Man and Spider Man and Doctor Strange had concocted to capture Thanos and, and wrestle <laughs> wrestle oh the Infinity God. Gauntlet from him, and he got so angry he screwed it all up, and then half the universe died. So Chris uh, Pratt's so not happy buffoon. that his character uh, eventually, you know, indirectly I? caused half the, the universe, universe to be to killed. Be killed. <laughs> Somehow dead. killed dead. <laughs> Somehow I'm not feeling sorry for Chris Pratt. But He's doing more, okay. more on this at johnsurbaatlarge.com uh, if you want to go on all 21 yeah, I'll be, I'll of be, the journeys. I'll be, I'll be reviewing Captain Marvel. You could do 21 here, so. podcasts. You could do wow. one each. I mean, mind yeah, blown. Yeah, no kidding. Well, mind we're out blown. of time today, folks. <laughs> okay. <laughs> really say. quick, one final yes, interesting thing. Of John and I were talking out there about movies and how we, what we really think about mm-hmm. Bohemian Rhapsody. And um, you know, we were out there talking about movies, and I said... You're a comic book guy. Yeah. And what did you say about your child? Oh, my. Oh. I, I am I am more involved. I mean, I've seen all the Marvel movies. Yeah. Dating back 10 years, I've seen them all at least twice. Yeah. Some of them several times, yeah. sure. you know. And my four-year-old is completely obsessed with Spider-Man Sp- what and is it superheroes. About well, it's my favorite. And here's oh. what I asked him. Is it a boy or girl? Yeah. Which is... <laughs> Because I thought when you said my four-year-old's into Spider-Man, it, my how we've evolved is my point here. <laughs> well, well, you know, I thought you might have been your daughter who's into Spider-Man. Yeah. Well, and, and and that's the the great thing is my son is going to grow up watching female superheroes on that's the big right. screen. That's right. See, this is he what is I'm going saying. to. I am going. He's going to want to see them. You know, and that's something that I didn't. I couldn't do. You and I couldn't do, really. No, you, it was Ken and Barbie. <laughs> yeah. G.I. And, Joe and, and Barbie. It, for, for every yeah. Supergirl TV show, there was 20 male front exactly. ones. Exactly. And, and um, he, the, the funny thing is about all this is that you you do the the research about who's paying to go see, even even the all these male, white male-fronted um Superhero movies, and it's a very, very wide, it's a very broadly appealing thing. So, of course, Black Panther Mm. is going to do enormous money because, you know, black people are bringing their kids, and it's all about representation, you know? And and then you you have female-fronted ones like Wonder Woman. Oh, oh my gosh, Wonder Woman did gangbusters. Well, of course, because (laughs) half the audience going to see Batman and Captain America are female. So let's 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 realize that these kind of things appeal across the board. Yeah, little girls can be superheroes. It's not just it's not just twelve-year-old boys going to these movies. Well, you're going to be busy this summer, John, because you've got Toy Story four to take him to, and Uh. then the new Spider-Man movie, Far From Home, is July five. So, got something to look forward to, and I'm sure he loved the Spider-Verse kind of animated movie that's still on the screen. Yeah, still on the screen. We watched it last weekend, and now all of his stuffed animals. <laughs> this one, this one is the spider robot, and this one's spider ham. <laughs> we play it's spider verse. That's fun. That's yes. fun. 
All right, we're going to wrap it up. Thank you, John Serva. Thank you, Michelle McCormick. Thanks, Ron. Thanks, Ron. For Ron Van Timmeren. Um, uh, see you at the movies.